Hello, ladies and gents. This is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. You better buckle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Tempting with Casey, me, Casey Campbell. (laughs) Oh, you guys, it's another week. We love it. We love another week. And I'm about to go back to LA. Back to my, to the motherland. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to lie. Now that I don't live there anymore, it like really is bringing like the LA magic back. Like I'm honestly really excited. So if you guys are in LA, the first through the fifth, reach out, man. Let's hang out. Like I'm all over the freaking place. So, you guys, it's another episode. I'm stoked. And I'm trying to think, do I have, like, any announcements for today? I feel like everything's been pretty kosher lately. So, we're still getting caught up, you know, little by little. And we love that. We love that a lot. I'm sorry that I'm a little bit behind. You know, shit happens. But at the end of the day, you guys, we got more content and more episodes for you. And then once we're done with season five, I'm going to dive right into season two. We're going to take it back a few years. So all good things. If you guys want to check out merch, please go check it out. All orders have been shipped. So that's super important. And then this episode is actually brought to you guys by Love Shop Toys. As you guys all know, you can check out their Instagram at Love Shop Toys or their website at loveshoptoys.com slash tempting. You guys can get anything your heart desires there, any type of toy, any type of bondage, blindfolds, handcuffs, all sorts of outfits, lingerie. They're amazing, you guys. Check them out. I am a personal fan favorite of the Lollipop. I've been using that boy, bad boy, pretty freaking regularly. Ain't even gonna lie. It's in, it's my favorite, you guys. It's in my nightstand, you guys. Most of my toys are like in a box underneath my bed. This one, it's in the nightstand, ready to go, <laughs> okay? So check out the Lollipop. Use my code TEMPTING for 10% off. So that's Love Shop Toys at Love Shop Toys on Instagram or loveshoptoys.com slash tempting. Use code tempting for 10% off. And thank you so much, Love Shop, for sponsoring this episode. Alrighty, you guys. So we are going to be doing the rest of episode six today and then some of episode seven. Again, I know that I'm recapping a little weirdly, but we'll get ca- we'll get caught up soon. I just don't like my episodes being too, too long anymore because, you know, it's just me. It's solo. Listening to me speak for two hours is pretty narcissistic on my behalf. So no, we're not doing that anymore. We're do- trying to keep the episodes around an hour. So that's the goal. So the rest of episode six, most of seven. And yeah, you guys, I'm excited. So let's dive right in. We left off on the dates. So Rob and Dez, they're on a date and they're rubbing some sort of scrub on each other, it looks like. And his whole thing at this moment, he just keeps saying it all the time. He is so much happier being away from Vanessa. He said it once. He said it twice. He says said it a million times. She appreciates that he's being really vulnerable with her and her feelings are growing stronger and stronger. He says that he feels the same and he's just looking at her like she's a freaking, not even a snack, a whole damn meal. And then they start making out, like on brand. (laughs) Vanessa, then we pan over to Vanessa and Bryce's date and they're in a super cute hot tub, like in the jungle. We love that. Sorry, you guys, I'm adjusting my mic. (laughs) You know me, I don't like editing out the real shit. So I just wanted to apologize for the noise that that just made. Um, He's cheersing to new experiences and growing. And then he pauses and she tells him to say it, just say it. And is like really looking at him quite intensely. He seems confused and she says to finding love. And then they cheers to finding love. They giggle and he says, oh shit. 
She says she's so thankful for how patient he was with her the other night after the bonfire situation. And she doesn't know how to proceed with this like whole experience, but she wants to learn to be vulnerable and not be so guarded because that's no way to live. I'm not going to lie. This man to me, like I'm really picking up on the body language and his like the way he's looking at her and stuff. He doesn't seem into her, but then he does engage in conversation, which confuses me. But it just kind of like the vibe that I'm getting is like, it kind of seems like he got cast as her storyline love interest. And now he's just like kind of stuck in this situation, but he's not truly into her. And I hate to say that, but it's just the vibe I'm getting by his body language. I'm a big body language person. Like if you see like, I swear by it. Like if you see two people like on camera together interacting, you can tell if they're into each other and vibing by the way their body language and the way they look at each other, the way they're facing each other, angling each other, leaning in like facial expressions like body language is a big freaking deal. So she says she feels close and connected to Bryce in this moment which is kind of awkward because I was just saying that he doesn't really seem that into her and like he was just cast to be her storyline love interest she says that this moment is romantic and he agrees her boobies are all in his face we love to see it so now we're back at the girls villa and Caitlin is asking Sebastian if he's looking for a serious relationship and he says yes He says that he found her the most attractive in the house when he first came into the house. He says he can't believe everyone confused her for being Southern, which I never did. I don't know where anyone thought that. And he said, that's, (laughs) this is a direct quote, that's for sure a Florida type of white girl, LOL. She says he's hot and has amazing abs and she likes that they are getting to know each other more deeply. I will say, baby girl, hot and abs, like ain't gonna love you till death do you part. I mean, it might. But like in my experience, like it ain't all about abs, you know, it's about a lot more than that. Abs are going to get you in trouble. She says he's the bad boy, tatted, sexy guy. She wants to explore this physical attraction with Sebastian and wants to go on a date with him. He says, I do want to get to know you or whatever. And she says, ew, because like honestly, same when he said that, that really turned me off. But I was like, okay, it's clear like he's joking. And she immediately picked up on the fact that he was joking and she said, ew, and then they both laughed. So that immediately saved the day for me because I'm not going to lie. That really like annoyed me. They have a good vibe together. I will say they definitely like shoot the shit. They like piggyback off of each other. They seem to have good chemistry. I like it. So now Paris and Vanessa are talking and Paris is is admitting she kissed Tajik and she admits she feels a little guilty, but that great really embarrassed her and pissed her off. (coughs) I talked about this last episode and I'm going to talk about it again. They are legit doing the exact same things to each other and it is driving me nuts that neither of them are seeing it. They're like, it couldn't be more of them doing the exact same thing. Like, you guys need to be a little bit more self-aware, both of you. She said, seeing him eat somebody's ass last night really pissed me off. LOL, I'm screaming in my notes. I have like a bunch of crying laughing emojis. She forgives him. She for- she mentions that she forgives, but she doesn't forget. And then Paris makes it very clear that he can say sorry, but she doesn't care and proceeds to say, direct quote, she can suck my dick from the back. I don't even really want to visualize that at all. And then she's on her feet. And I'm just going to say these two together, Vanessa and Paris, they are going to wind each other up, man. They're just like ready to go, both of them. Vanessa admits that her man effed up and Paris says, but I'm number one. I'm at the top of the list. And Vanessa agrees. What the F? Like, I need an explanation. What does she mean? She's at the top of the list and she's number one. And Vanessa, Vanessa like giggled and agreed with her. So anyone listening to this slide in my DMs and explain to me what that means, because I'm genuinely curious what the hell she meant by that. Because she said it with like confidence and she completely disregarded the fact that Vanessa says her man effed up too. So, like, can someone explain it to me? Because I'm a little bit confused. 
Merisela, again, you guys, I'm still trying to get good at these names. I'm trying to do a little bit better. She's straddling Christian again, and he's saying it's mad cute how happy happy everyone is for her that she's happy. Direct quote, to see friends cheering for your energy, how good does that make you feel? I will say that's awesome. When people finally see you like happy and like your energy is good and they can tell like you're at peace, like people that love you and know you and they finally see that like you're back to yourself, that really is the best feeling. And like hearing from people that you have good energy is like such a good compliment. She says it feels good, but she didn't even realize she was sad until she was alone in her room by herself. And I will say that is really sad. That's like that's dark if you like don't even realize you're unhappy until you're alone because you're just distracting yourself all the time. She says she feels such a release claiming her power back and becoming who she already knew was there. I do love that she found herself like go off girl do you I'm here for it. She feels so good getting her control back and Christian is so excited to hop into bed lol of course he is like he's he's been hopping in her bed and he's like now it's a routine it's like he's just like they he, he knows the drill at this point no pun intended. They go shower together and then after the shower they're in her room and they're like lotioning each other up naked and in my notes I put where was the light because I was expecting it to like go off in the other house like immediately but maybe this is just like editing because I was like where is the light like why isn't it going off like I need it to go off and now we're back at the guys villa and it's family time woo and you guys remember how last episode i was like where the hell is tammy and all the other girls i was like um excuse me was there an elimination that i don't know about like i'm confused well here's tammy and the other girls (laughs) and they're the guys villa and the single girls um they are playing the question game and i'm not gonna lie i love the question game when you're first dating someone it's so fun it's so educational you learn all about the person they learn all about you you can like tie in like real life questions you can get a little vulnerable you can get a little emotional but then you can get a little sexy you can get a little saucy you can get a little naughty it's just the question game is this it's the shit i'm a big fan of it when you're first dating someone Hall starts first and his question is who is most likely to go viral for twerking okay not me thinking we were gonna have like legit questions I was like all excited I was like oh like we're gonna get to know these people nah production was like f that we're gonna continue to talk about twerking which again this is why I feel like I've just grown out of TI I said this last week that I'm just like we're gonna finish up TI and then we're going to slowly but surely go into like guest interviews and like switch this podcast up a little bit um but yeah it's just I was like ready for a real moment and then it's like they freaking bring up twerking again nothing wrong with twerking but it's just like enough is enough like let's get to know these people so Tammy obviously oh when they're like um when he asks who is most likely to go viral for twerking Tammy has like a wild reaction and she like it's very clear she thinks it's gonna be her like she's gonna win and then they pick Michaela (laughs) and then she shows them all her twerking skills she does have them I'm not gonna lie and then Hall tells her to pack it up and then Nafisa has the next question, of course, another just on-brand outrageous TI question. <laughs> Who has the biggest dick? And I, I'm just going to speak up right now, okay? Like, board shorts never lie. <laughs> I'm just going to just put that out there. I don't believe in growers. I really fucking don't. Guys that, like, truly, like, no bullshit have big dicks, okay? Like, they confidently have a big dick. And once you see it, you're like, damn, like, they weren't fronting. Like, that shit's big. Like, you're going to see the outline in board shorts, period. End of story. I will die on that hill. Like, guys with truly dig- big dicks, like, they can't hide that shit. <laughs> like, there's no hiding an actually, like, gigantic dick. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just going to, like, throw sprinkle that out there. So, I thought when Nafisa was about to answer, I thought Nafisa and Great were, like, giggling about Great having the biggest dick. Because Tammy says, like, in the background, she's like, oh, shit, did you feel it? But then she randomly looks at Chris and says that he has the biggest dick. Uh, see I'm just like this is fucking absurd um (laughs) yeah that's my next note before I say my next note um 
so she looks at Chris and says that he has the biggest dick. And I'm like, with his ego, I'm sure he loved that. But this is my next note. I was like, this right here is why I have to transition out of TI. I am literally recapping dick sizes right now. It's unbelievable, you guys. Like, I am too old for this. I, not that I'm old, you guys. Like, I'm going to be 34 on October 7th. And I look like I'm 22. So, fuck it. But, I just like I need to move past the point of recapping a scene where they're talking about who has the biggest dick, you know, like it's just I meant I meant to do more with my life than recapping a scene about dick sizes. OK, Chris starts to ask his question and then the light finally lights up. And I like in my notes, I was like, damn, like that's really delayed. But I will say, I think production is doing it on purpose because every time he starts to talk and his girl is the one that's like hooking up and lighting up the light, that's when the light goes up. So I think they're literally waiting to light it up when like Chris is the center of attention, which is freaking hilarious, man. Like production is doing the most. He tells um, everyone in the house like, um, for their bonfire clips, he tells them to prepare for a threesome, threesome and to prepare for the worst. Nafisa jokes around a great that it's Paris over there wilding out. And Chris tells them not to forget about Maris- Maricela. And then we are back at the girls' villa. We're just going back and forth, back and forth. So Mike wants to know whose side Paris is on between him and Sebastian for Caitlin. Paris tells him not to ask her that because she likes them both Mike says Caitlin is starting to make up her mind and he tells Paris that he doesn't think Caitlin will leave the house with him and Paris does tell him she doesn't want him to have high expectations I do love that she's keeping it real with him because that's the worst to like have your hopes up for someone and like a future with someone and it's like you're they're just like not that into you she admits Paris admits that Caitlin and Sebastian are getting closer and she finds it interesting because she thought that Caitlin wanted Mike but is now very clearly into Sebastian and she kind of goes she goes up to freaking Caitlin again she's just keeping it 100 and she tells Caitlin to stop giving people mixed signals lol she says a direct quote one moment you're feeling Mike one moment you're feeling Sebastian which which is making both of the guys confused and I, I just said it. I'll say it again. I love how straightforward she is truly. It's, it's refreshing. And then she tells Caitlin, so pick one. Caitlin likes Mike, but she's confused and is, and is admitting that jealousy is not the most attractive thing to her. And Mike pulls her aside and says he wants her to explore things with him. Like he pulls her to the side to like sit down for a conversation right after she's in the confessional saying that she doesn't like jealousy. It's not the most attractive thing. He pulls her aside, sits her down and tells her that she does that he does want her to explore her connection with Sebastian, but just to like keep it real with him and let him know, which I respect. I respect that. She explains to Mike that she's just confused and she does like them both. And then he apologizes and goes to bed and they hug it out. See, that's how two adults handle some shit. I will say like that's some adult shit right there. Vanessa is on the couch just watching the freaking light like a hawk. She's telling everyone that they need to watch it. She's like curled up in a blanket. Doesn't take her eyes off of it. The guys say um, we're back over at the guy villa and the guys are all saying goodnight to the girls. They're giving hugs in the kitchen. And then we see we see Chris and Alexis are being sneaky walking away and then he's asking her if she has her toothbrush suspicious I think they're getting ready for a little sleepover moment that's what that looks like to me slumber party so then it pans over to Des and Rob and they are eating pasta they just made it together in the kitchen cute and he's not worried about what Vanessa might see at the bonfire because he hasn't done anything that crazy he admits that it that it's exciting for him to be physical with someone new and direct quote, I haven't had that interaction in a while and my love language is physical disgust. Wow. I just like read my notes and like my thoughts just all jumbled at the same time. That was crazy. And my love language is physical touch. Let's discuss love languages. So I think love languages are kind of fascinating and I do believe in them. And something that I recently discovered 
which is so freaking crazy and it took me such a long time to discover because I was in such unhealthy relationships for so long and when you're in like a toxic unhealthy relationship the last thing you want is like them to touch you especially if they're a cheater okay if anyone I feel like a lot of people can relate to that so I always like when I was in these like really toxic relationships and I'm a very sexual person. Okay. I feel like you guys like now that you guys get to know me and like you guys listen to my podcast and I kind of own things like if I feel safe with someone, I'm very sexual. Okay. Like I want to talk dirty. I like sexting. I like talking dirty in person. Anything goes. I mean, you guys listen to like Iris and mine episode. It's like if I feel safe with you and like we're like vibing or like in a relationship or dating or whatever or whatever it may be but if I feel safe with you and I feel a connection like I'm down for anything okay however for so long I was in these like toxic relationships where I didn't feel safe and I was really like suppressing my sexual nature because it like grossed me out almost to like have the person like touch me or want to be physical with me and that was really unfortunate because like I said I'm a very sexual person and I love exploring that part of me um but I've recently discovered now because I've spent so many years like working on myself and healing and like learning who I am again you guys my love language is physical touch (laughs) and I when I tell you I am blown away Because I'm the type of person where it's like I don't like when like strangers touch me. I don't like when like people come up and like just like give me a hug if I'm not super comfortable with you. Like I don't like sometimes like girls are very like love to like walk arm in arm or like hold your hand like if you're girlfriends. It's like I don't like that. I don't like people touching me. But if I'm like really feeling you or vibing with you or like dating you or in love with you like I physical touch is my love language I freaking love it I want to snuggle I want you to hold my hands like that is how I feel loved and I've recently discovered that and it's honestly kind of blown <laughs> blown my mind because I didn't realize it because of all these stupid ass idiots I was with for so long so yeah that was a tangent but look into love languages you might be fascinated to learn what yours is you guys, I need to get an ass, okay? I'm trying to build my ass right now at the gym and I've been sitting in this chair and it's like not the most comfortable chair in the world. Like it's super cute, but it doesn't have some cushion and I don't have some cushion and I really need some cushion because <laughs> I'm like, it's hurting my butt. And you guys, back in the day when I was a cheerleader, I did have a butt. And I know everyone right now listening to this is like rolling their eyes, but no, like ask anyone that knew me I was like slim and I had an ass okay but that was literally because I worked out all the time and I was a cheerleader and I had squats and blah blah blah. I got to get back to that I got to get a little cushion on this frame (laughs) okay that's the goal you guys by next spring summer I'm gonna have an ass period period okay continuing back in the episode so he tells Des that he's ready to go to sleep and then asks her if she wants to come to bed with him. She asks if that's what he wants to do and he says yes, but if she doesn't want to, that's cool too. I love that he said that. Um, The way production set this all up and edited it, wow, five stars because it's literally him like asking her to go to bed with him in a very respectful way and then it like pans over to Vanessa like on the couch in the blanket curled up watching the freaking light like a hawk that was my next note Vanessa Vanessa watching the light like a hawk but she's she's watching it for so long that she falls asleep on the couch now they're in bed um Des and Rob they're getting frisky and then I think both lights in the house go off or it goes off multiple times because I realize I didn't realize it at this moment but Chris and Alexis are in fact also hooking up so I think it went off twice And nobody saw it because everybody was asleep. So that's wild. And that is the end of episode six. Wow. Yeah, you guys. Everybody's hooking up. Everybody's hooking up. Everybody's leaving their partner. I just don't see how anyone is surviving this season. So now we're starting episode seven. So I'm not going to finish it today in this episode because like I said, I don't want this episode to be too long. And 
based on what happens later in this episode, I know that I'm going to have a lot to say. I'm going to go on a lot of tangents. I might even put up like a little question thing in my IG story for next week because I want um, you guys to ask me like specific questions, like what exactly you guys want my thoughts on because we all know what goes down in this episode and it's freaking mind-blowing and I have a lot to say. So there's no way I can do all of episode seven in this because this episode will be a crazy freaking long one. So yeah, I know you guys, this is this is the episode you guys really wanted my thoughts on from based on all my DMs. So we're going to get through a lot of it, but we'll see. Next day. Um, we find, we find out that Alexis and Chris did in fact spend the night together also. So we have Des and Rob spend the night together. (laughs) Alexis and Chris spent, wow, I just burped, excuse me, spent the night together. I drink too much Red Bull. You guys, I always have Red Bull whenever I do these episodes. It doesn't matter what freaking time of day it is. It's like my thing. Red Bull, sponsor me, humble, humble ask right now. (laughs) I'll even just take like some free six packs. You know, you got to start somewhere. Um, okay. So Alexa, she's in the confessional. She makes it very clear that they are now connecting on every type of level. So I believe that means that they had sex. They had sexual intercourse. Oh, Lord. So Hall, he is checking in with Michaela. And she admits that she's being practical, that now that the end of the journey is getting closer she maybe needs to be a little bit more guarded because he does still have to talk to Caitlin. And Hall doesn't want Michaela to be more guarded, obviously, because he he's has feelings for her. He's in the confessional saying that he has guilt weighing on him because he doesn't want to hurt anybody, but he knows someone is going to get hurt. Yeah, dude. I mean, obviously a a lot you're gonna hurt a lot of people but you gotta make the decision already and follow through and don't be a coward anymore like just rip it off like a band-aid you've done enough to this girl he tells Michaela he's now having the time of his life but she still doesn't know the truth so he's referring to Caitlin he's telling Michaela like it's really hard because I'm literally having the time of my life now but Caitlin still doesn't know the truth of like where I'm at So now we have a very bizarre scene in the pool and it's great and Tammy flirting. I put like a whole bunch of question marks because he's like kind of on that floaty and then she's like on the edge of the floaty like talking to him and they're like face to face. He tells her that she's in the mood to get crazy and then she's all giggly and she asks him to put her on the floaty with him. And then he jokes around that it's going to drown if she gets on there. Nafisa is watching this whole thing go down from like literally right there. She's right freaking there and she's pissed. And I'm not going to lie. If I was her, I would be done. Like so done. Like this would really, really irk me. Because at this point, it's like, like great. Like you've made it very clear that you, I mean, you said at least last week, last episode that I recapped, like you're falling for her like you realize that she's the one in the house. Like you want to keep exploring your connection. So that means like me and you are like dating. Like at least that's what it means when adults say that. So now literally I'm five feet away and you're flirting with another girl in front of me. Yeah. Fuck that. F that. God, I'm still trying this whole not cussing thing. You guys, it's going to take me some time, you know, just be patient with me. (laughs) I'm going to F up every now and then. But yeah, I would be done. I would be, I honestly, I'm at a point in my life where I wouldn't even say anything. I would just switch up my energy. I just be like, yeah, like you made it clear what you're down for. And like, I'm just gonna (laughs) quietly bow out. Like there's no need to even say anything. So Nafisa, she's in the confessional saying, this is what she's talking about. Do you not see me sitting right here? That's literally what I just said. The fact that he, she's sitting right there. But I will say, I mean, at least he's not doing it behind her back. But also, also, you guys, this is what happens when you date a known cheater. Like, great is a cheater. Like, he, sorry, my mic. This is what happens, you guys, when you date a known cheater. Like, you know his history. He's cheated on his current girlfriend multiple times. It's like, I mean, you can't really expect, like, 
a happily ever after and like rainbows and butterflies from someone that cheats on his long-term girlfriends. This is his behavior. This is who he is. She says that she finds it really disrespectful. He needs his ego stroked and she says Tammy's just thirsty and she's over the bullshit. And then she gets up, it goes back to the pool. That was all happening in the confessional. It goes back to the pool and she gets up to leave. Oh my God, Mark. Every time he comes in, you know it's some crazy shit. So now we're over at the girls' villa and Mark comes over because he wants to talk. He has everyone sit down. And that's when we find out that it is time for the infamous 30 second video messages and then he drops another bomb on us that the singles can send messages as well and then someone I don't know who says it but someone is like how many messages is Hall gonna get lol honestly if that happened my season holy shit freaking my ex would have gotten honestly most of the single guys probably would have sent messages because they loved me I'm not even trying to like shoot my own horn but like the single guys and me we really did have like a special bond at the time they all were just like rooting for me like ready to go to battle so I can't even imagine what it would have been like if they did this on my season (laughs) oh that would have been freaking hilarious actually but I don't think that they're wrong. Whoever said how many messages is Hall going to get, I think a lot of these guys are going to send Hall messages. I think some of the girls are going to send Hall messages. Well, actually, he didn't say that the girls can. He just said the singles can. So we'll see. So now we are over at the guys' villa and Nafisa is in a confessional saying that obviously she's going to send a message to Paris. Good Lord. She claims she will keep it classy but would like to share some things. And I'm like, that's going to go over well. You clearly don't know Paris. And I'm going to be honest if any single girl sent me a message. Okay, well, I will say at the time when I was on TI, I was in a very vulnerable state. So I don't know if it would really have the same reaction that me, the like today me would have. If it was today me and a single girl sent me a message about my man and our relationship and like what was going on over there, I would freaking, I'd be like, I would see red. It would, it would flip my switch, man. I would lose my freaking shit. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I don't know how I would have reacted back then I think I at that point when it was like time for 30 second messages I was just so exhausted like mentally and emotionally like at that moment in time I had like lost so much weight on the show and I was seeing a psychiatrist on the on the daily so I just think I wouldn't even I would have been too exhausted to even like acknowledge it I think So then Christian, he's saying that he doesn't want to poke the bear or stir the pot, referring to like if he's going to send a message to Chris, which I think is a good idea. I think Chris is a little bit off his rocker and I don't think it would be a good idea to send him a message at all whatsoever. Hall asks Michaela if she wants to um, talk about how special he is. And then she immediately says very loudly to your fiance and gives him the hand lol and then hall says this spice things up everyone seems shook caitlin is terrified to receive a message and she knows this is a make it or break it moment which again this episode's going to be a little bit shorter because i'm saving a lot of this episode for, for to have it as its own episode because i have a shit ton of thoughts and i don't want this is this to be a two-hour episode but i'm curious if he's going because we all know what happens obviously okay because I'm behind so we all know that Hall comes and like he tells her in person that like she's not the one for him and he hasn't felt an emotional connection blah 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 and she asks if she could keep the ring or not I'm wondering if that happens before after the 30 second messages because I still need to watch this this last part of this episode but yeah yikes I believe her though that this is definitely a make it or break it moment (laughs) Um, that's like a really nice and light way of putting it. I can't imagine going through this being engaged though. That's the thing that would be, I don't know that that's tough, man. And like the ring, I mean, I'm talking about stuff that I want to talk about in next episode, but like, I, I mean that he gave that to you. Like that's yours to keep. Like I would sell that shit. Yeah. I would sell that shit with zero hesitation. (laughs) 
Is that bad? No, it's not bad. No, I think you, I think he gave that to you and he broke the engagement. He broke his promise. And I would, I would say sell that and put that in savings and like maybe go on a little vacation. Okay. <laughs> I went on a tangent on shit that I need to talk about next week. Okay. Guys, Villa. Nafisa pulls great aside to talk to him about like kind of what went down earlier that day. And then we find out that they've actually been sleeping in the same bed the past few days. So it's actually even worse, okay? So not only has he told her that he thinks she's the one and he's falling for her and he wants to, like, deepen their connection, but they're actually, like, sleeping in bed together and, like, sharing a room. So, like, they're dating, okay, period. Like, I don't know if he hasn't just, like, he hasn't realized that yet that they're dating, but, like, they're dating. So this that whole situation is even worse. So then she obviously... She brings up the Tammy situation and how like they're in the pool and like they were grabbing each other's arms. And I will say I save this note for this part because I noticed that too. The body language. I always talk about body language, you guys. It's a big deal. But the way they were both like hanging onto the floaty and holding each other's arms like very softly, but like holding on to each other, like that's like some next level flirting. And that's wild. He's wild for that. Like I, yeah, yeah, girl, run for the hills. I hope you did not go home with this man, but I feel like you did. I feel like everyone went home with someone and I feel like there's no effing way that the, they're still together. Whoever went home with someone, I, I, and you guys, I'm purposely not watching the episodes that are airing right now. So please do not go into my DMs and tell me anything because I want to have like honest, genuine reactions and I know that's my own fault for being a little bit behind, but I really don't want it spoiled for me, okay? But I just really don't think, like, there's no, the only people that might still be together if they if they leave together is Michaela and Hall. I truly believe that. Like, there's no way that these people are still together at the reunion. If they are, I would be shocked, like, truly. So... Nafisa back to them she's talking she's calling him out she wants to know what his plans are for the party that night and he just says to have fun dot 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 she says that he like go ahead have all the fun you want but don't be disrespectful and he seems annoyed and wants her to be more specific with what that means and he direct quote are you telling me there's something I cannot do yikes Yikes, 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 red flags everywhere. These guys suck. Like, honestly, I don't even care. I would say this to their face, okay? Like, I don't give a fuck. You guys, we're like literally, this is the thing, you guys. I'm at a point in my life where like, we are literally on a rock spinning through a freaking galaxy, okay? In space. Like, there's aliens, fucking, I don't even know. Like, the, none of this shit matters, <laughs> Okay, like live your life, do your thing. Who cares what anyone thinks about you? It's like, guys, if you if you listen to this podcast, if you see about it on Reddit and you hear I'm talking shit and I don't like you guys, who cares what I think? Okay, like nobody cares. Okay, it's just my opinion. It's not a big deal. None of this shit matters. Live your life as long as you're not hurting anyone. Like seriously, you know, not committing crimes. Like I just none of this shit matters. Live your life. Okay, you guys do you go off but like I just think you guys suck personally that's <laughs> that's my opinion the only one that doesn't I mean I don't think Chris and great are the worst okay they're the worst and I stand by that Rob I just think is a little bit young and immature I wouldn't say he's horrible or bad or anything but I'm just like not the biggest fan I just think he's immature and just learning about himself and um Hall I just think is a coward you know, like I just think he he's known for a really, really long time that this girl is not for him. And I think it's like pretty messed up that it, he it took this experience to realize that I respect that he's finally like ending things with her and like saying what he's needed to say. But I don't know. They're just all just like subpar men and like great and Chris suck. But <laughs> that's just my opinion. And you guys, like I said, we're on a rock floating through space and there's aliens. It's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> So anyways, back on track. Wow, this episode is freaking, I'm just like ADHD out. Okay, actually, by the way, you guys, I always keep it real with you. And I feel like that's why this podcast is like, wow, I, I got my mic again. Wow, I really am like ADHD out right now. Okay, one second, you guys, let's wait for this mic to, there we go, money. Okay, so 
I feel like this podcast, we're such a family, okay? And I think that's why, like, there's so many loyal listeners and I'm so thankful to you all. But it's because, like, I keep it real and I let you guys in on a little bit of my life. I mentioned in last week that on social media when it comes to like answering all the DMs and comments and stuff, I am going to have a little bit more of a boundary just because I'm taking care of myself and my mental health and like putting me first and like that's really just my goal. I'm just taking care of me and me, myself and I. But you guys, I'm really taking care of my mental health in a way I've never taken care of before. If you guys listened to my living room couch episode where I really went in and was very, very brutally honest about my mental health, it got a lot of positive feedback. It's very vulnerable. It's still up for anyone to listen to. Um, I posted it, I think, like almost a year ago. I think I posted it in December last year. So yeah, check it out. It's very vulnerable. I'm not going to lie. It's sometimes I think about taking it down. But I'm like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to keep it up because I think it's helped a lot of people. But I I really, really struggle with my mental health. And it's something that I have to work on every single day. It's something that I will have to work on for the rest of my life. And I've always had like a toolkit, one might say, of tools that I use to help with my mental health. And things that are in that toolkit are things like forcing myself to get out of bed and like go on a walk in the morning um going to the beach or the pool getting out in the sun going on a walk listening to music I love to embroider I love to do coloring books being around my family um my dog really helps me reading really helps me um talking to my friends like putting things in perspective like talking to myself in my head and telling myself to calm down like this is a phase like giving myself grace like if there's a day where I just like can't get out of bed it's like I'm gonna let myself have like one lazy day you know it's not the end of the world I'll give myself a moment and then we're gonna kill it the next day so I definitely have always had a toolkit of things to do to help me in these instances when my mental health is not so good, but I've always been scared to take medication. And I opened up about that on that My Living Room Couch episode. And one of the reasons why is because addiction runs in my family and I have an addictive personality and I didn't want to take anything that I could possibly get addicted to. But you guys, I have incredible health insurance in Florida and I found a really, really amazing psychiatrist and I talked to her about like all my history and like my just everything and was very vulnerable with her and let her know my concerns. And she prescribed me medication for anxiety and depression and ADHD, but it's all like non-stimulants. So it's not Adderall or Xanax or anything like that. And I'm not going to like tell you guys my prescription, but it's not stimulant. If you guys have any questions about it, um, you can always DM me and I'll let you know, but it's freaking awesome because it helps me with like focusing and fatigue and like helps my mood and just like helps. I'm not anxious at all, really. And like everything is really under control and I just feel very much focused, but it's not addictive and it's something that you can like literally stop taking cold turkey. It won't affect you at all. It is very little side effects. So yeah, you guys, I'm freaking stoked about it. So I just went on a major tangent, but I like keeping it real with you guys. And it's like, it's something that is, I'm really, really excited about. Honestly, I've been wanting to like get on medication for many, many years. And I've been very, very scared about it because of just like medication is not good for you. And it's typically highly addictive. And this medication is not. And I'm just stoked I finally found a psychiatrist that can help me and help me keep working on myself and being the best version of myself. So that was a freaking tangent. But yeah, you guys, I'm like ADHD out right now because I did not take my medication earlier today because today was an off day. That's the other thing that I'm just like, I love about it is it's like one of those things where I can decide like, oh, like if I want to take it today, be a little bit more focused. If I don't want to take it, it's no big deal. It's not going to like throw off everything. It's just very, it's way more flexible than Adderall. Okay. Adderall is a dangerous, dangerous road that I did not want to go down. So anyways, I'm ADHD out. Clearly, I just went on the craziest tangent, but we're back. We're back on track. Okay. So then Nafisa He just says, are you telling me there's something I cannot do? And now she's like very confused. She's in the confessional and she says she thinks he might just be completely oblivious and doesn't know what boundaries are. And low key, that's kind of the vibe I was getting because he 
He seems like completely taken aback that she's bringing this up, which is bizarre. So then she really calmly and politely tells him she's and she says she would feel a way like some type of way if there was extreme flirting going on in front of her face at the party that night. And I do love that she spoke up and said this honestly, like, yes, girl, like no games. Like you said how you're feeling. You said it bothered you. You let him know. You said it in a very like adult mature way no accusations just like this is how I feel and this is how it would make me feel if I saw this I loved it I thought she handled that really really well and then he says I have trust issues and I'm not ready to like throw all my eggs in on her and in the last episode I recapped did he not just tell her that she was the one like, I'm so confused. Like, he was on that date with her at the vineyard, right? Where he he literally was like, when I went on the date with Tammy, it made me realize that you were the one because I couldn't stop thinking about you and I'm really falling for you and I want to see where this goes. But now you're in a confessional saying that you have trust issues and you're not ready to throw all your eggs in one basket? Like, and then he, direct quote, I put her at a certain point. So she doesn't feel like she got me. And I put in my notes, oh, so he likes playing games. He likes fucking with people. Like he he's playing games with her like 100%. He is a little boy. This is little boy energy right now. Like we're not here for this. He tells her that she needs to understand that everybody's different and he just got out of a relationship, which I'm still like, you have you officially broken up with her yet? Like, I'm so confused how all these people are just like broken up, but they've never actually had a conversation with their significant other. Like, that's kind of wild. But, you know, that's just my opinion. She's explaining that's not what she's talking about and that he's not listening to her. And he just keeps cutting her off, okay? He's annoying the shit out of me in this whole freaking moment. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. I don't like that he's not letting her speak. She's very calmly trying to explain, like, you're not listening to me. That's not what I'm saying at all. And he's just cutting her off. And then she says, I feel like you're intentionally disrespecting me right now and I'm really not having it. After we leave this house, we really don't have to talk again, to be honest. And he seems flabbergasted that she says this. He asks if if she really just said that right now and wants to know if that's how she really feels. And I will say this is a classic case of a man who's not used to a woman who doesn't play games. He tried to play those games with her and she shut it down real quick. She was just like, nah, like I ain't here for that. Like these are my expectations. These are my boundaries. Like if you want to do that, like go off, do you, but like don't ever expect to speak to me again. Like you drew that line. Like she's not fucking around and he, God, I do. Ah, I got to stop saying the F word. You guys, everyone pray for me that I stop saying the F word. I know I'm going to get DMs where people are going to be like, Casey, just say it. Just say it. Because that's what happened last time I tried to do this. And you guys are the worst influences on me. Um, But yeah, he is not used to a woman that doesn't want to play games. Because I'm not going to lie. I love Paris, but she definitely, definitely plays games. So he's used to this shit. So then she tells him to just stop talking to her. He is very shook and just like he gets up and leaves the table. So now we go over to the girl's villa and this is where things start getting a little crazy. So I'm going to end this episode on this note because I feel based on what I saw after this, what's about to go down. This is when my notes are going to start getting very very extensive and I'm gonna have to do a whole entire episode for the rest of episode seven I I thought I was gonna be able to do like the majority of it but there's just no way man there's too much happens I feel like that's gonna happen for all these episodes I might just say f it you guys and start doing two hour episodes again like honestly I think that's where we're at right now because I just have so many notes like so I feel like so much is happening it's just The season, the last half of this season is getting pretty wild. So yeah, I'm going to end it on this note because this little moment, I was like, oh shit. And then I watched a little more of the episode. I was like, okay, I got a lot to say. So now we're at the girls' villa. Paris is up against the wall with Tajik, okay? She has like her head against the wall, but her back is like arched and her like pelvis is like, and her hips are like up against him. And he's like, 
closing her end of the wall, okay? The body language, whoa, like, holy shit. I even put on my notes, I was like, they are feeling each other big time. Wow. She says, come on. And he says, I know. Okay, shit, dude. They're they're fighting it right now, okay? They're like fighting for their lives. That's what's happening right now. If you guys don't know what two people fighting for their lives with an attraction, they're fighting for their lives right now. Like shit is hard. LOL. She says there's no privacy in here. I just, I put on my notes. Oh dear. They start making out a lot. Okay. They're like getting it on. And she says, let's go. And they're like going up the stairs together. And she says, you're so tall, bro. I can't believe she broed him while they're hooking up like that. But you know, those two are so into each other. The attraction is freaking fire. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's hot. They're hot together because you can tell they're really like fighting it. They're like in that moment when she was like, come on. And he's like, I know, like they're fighting it. Like, I, I kind of respect that they're fighting it, but it's like you guys are failing. You're failing miserably, but we're here for it. Okay, you guys, I'm sorry that I'm ending it on this note. Maybe I'll try to get the rest of the so the rest of episode seven out a little bit quicker the next week. We'll see. I'm not going to make any promises. But like I said, once I started watching the rest of episode seven, you guys, my notes, it's so long. Also, let me know how you guys feel about me putting out like two hour episodes again, because I might just do that so I can go back to having like one whole episode for each episode if that makes sense, especially because I'm de- I'm actually getting towards the end of the season now. I just, I feel weird putting out solo episodes that are two hours long. Like that just seems so wild to me. So please DM me and let me know if you guys even like that. Um, but I feel like that's what I'm going to have to do because I just, I have a lot to say. I really do. So yeah, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was maybe a little bit shorter than normal, but I thought it was a good time. There were some shits and giggles. We we went on a few different tangents. I talked about my mental health. Um, so yeah, you guys, if you have any questions about that, by the way, I'm always here. So DM me. Like I said, if you're a hater or whatnot, I'm not going to answer you. But if you're a genuine person and I screen your DM and I'm like, oh, that, they sound like a vibe. Like I'm, I'm totally down to like talk and answer any questions. So I think that's it. I'm going to be in LA. And then we'll get another episode out on Tuesday. Maybe I'll try to get it out a little bit earlier for you guys. Because I know you're all waiting to hear my thoughts on this hall situation. But we'll see. Okay. I'm going to try my hardest. And I think that's it. So per usual, if you guys have any questions, concerns, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Please go follow me on my personal at callmecase or the pod at it's temptingpod. Please go like, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please leave a review. Please leave a five-star review. We love it all. All merch orders are caught up. If you guys want some merch, go check out itstemptingmerch.com. And I think that's it, you guys. And then remember, this episode is brought to you by Love Shop Toys. They're at Love Shop Toys on Instagram or loveshoptoys.com slash tempting and use code tempting for 10% off. Okay, that's it, you guys. I'll see you next week. I love you all. Bye.